Welcome to the Green Report Podcast, brought to you by the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. I'm Paul Winsky with Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, your program specialist for the green industry. The Green Report Podcast will bring you current information on the industry, highlight businesses, and current research that can help your company be successful. Before we get started, here's a brief message from our sponsor the Texas Green Industry Safety Group. In this industry, protecting your business starts with protecting your employees. And that's especially important when they're behind the wheel. Motor vehicle crashes are the number one cause of workplace fatalities in Texas, but there are steps you can take to keep your drivers safe. And step one is contacting Texas Mutual Insurance Company. They created the Texas Green Industry Safety Group specifically for businesses like yours. And they can help you train your drivers to buckle up, slow down, avoid distractions, and stay alert on the road. Plus, as a safety group member, you'll save an average of 12% on your workers' comp premium and have the chance to earn an extra dividend every year. If safety and savings sound good to you, get started today by talking to your agent or visiting texasmutual.com slash Industry. Welcome to the Green Report Podcast. Today's guest is Mark Rainey with Rancho Encino Tree Farm. Mark, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. All right, Mark. So um, let's go ahead and uh, jump in. And if you wouldn't mind giving a uh, brief background about your, uh, you know, career in the green industry and maybe what, um, you know, a little bit about Rancho Encino, what you guys do and, uh, you know, where you are in the industry. Okay. Um, I I started in the industry um, basically back in high school where I I, uh, had a uh, lawn mowing uh, business like a lot of people in our industry and uh, went to uh, I did that for a few years went to uh, TSTC uh, in Waco got an associate's degree in uh, in horticulture and from there went uh, during my uh, intern uh, program with the Greenleaf Nursery while I was in school um, I, I got the the bug for propagation and um, after my internship, went back to school, finished school, uh, they hired me to to work in their propagation department at Greenleaf Nursery. Um, worked there for uh, about four years um, and um, decided to to get married. And um, uh, my wife was from, uh, at the time, was from uh, Richmond Rosenberg and uh, uh, wanted to make a change to to live closer and um, went then got a job at Heinz Nurseries. Uh, worked at Heinz Nurseries in the propagation department for uh, 18 years. And uh, after Heinz was going through some bankruptcies, uh, I went I got a call from Greenleaf Nursery and went back to Greenleaf Nursery for a few years um, and then worked for um, Brookwood Community. Uh, and then got a job at uh, Rancho Encino. Um, been with Rancho Encino for the last five years. Uh, Rancho Encino is is a, a tree farm. Uh, we grow large um, shade trees, hundred gallons and larger is what was what we sell. Uh, it was uh, started in 1986 by Scott and Pam Evans, uh, along with a landscape company. Um, after a few years, they sold the landscape company and um, um, 
started to build the the tree farm. Okay. All right. And and uh, question for you on um, does TSTC still have their horticulture program or not? No, they do not. Any, they do anymore. not. They, they they turned it into a turf management for a few years and then it's it's been uh, dissolved since. Okay. All right. Well, so Mark, you've had um, you know quite a bit of experience, different type of growing uh, operations. Um, what what difference do you see in managing and growing for a large tree nursery compared to say um, when you were at Heinz or even Greenleaf or over at Brookwood? Uh, well, it's a lot a lot less employees, um, okay. and we only grow about nine varieties. Where at Greenleaf, uh, you know, all varieties of camellias and azaleas and so forth. It was probably close to you know. 15, 1700 varieties. Um, so the special specialized, you know, it, it is it's it's a bit easier um, than having to know and and have all meet all the requirements of all the different varieties. Um, and then also just having having uh, nine employees uh, rather okay. than having you know a couple hundred employees. It's just all the uh, the drama and the uh, empo- employee issues that you have with the big with the big nursery. Okay, all right. So it sounds like in, in certain areas it's a little bit easier, um, and and you know not having such a broad plant palette to work with and as as many skews and things like that um, definitely makes it easier for you to uh, uh, focus and 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 deal with the plant material that you have to grow. Yes. All right. So what type of trends since you've been there at Rancho Encino, what type of trends are you seeing um, from the large tree, I guess, demand side, um, whether it's from the uh, installers or it's from the architects? Um, what what type of uh, things are you seeing change uh, within that side, that sector of the industry? Um, some of the changes is is the varieties that are being asked for in, in large uh, container trees uh, where where you know it used to be you know mainly live oaks uh, um, different types of oaks now it's getting seems to be a demand for other varieties newer varieties that are large specimen um, trees um, there's also a, seems to be a trend of architects that are being hired to do jobs in Texas that are from out of out of state. Uh, working with a company now that the architects are from New York, and some of the the products that they are asking for uh, won't uh, won't handle our conditions. So that's uh, a bit of a trend that I'm seeing for the last couple of years is out of state um, architect firms that are coming to Texas. And, and so, how, how how do you deal with that when you, you you get those questions or they're looking for that plant material? Um, is it really just from your part educating them, and are they open to that, or do they sometimes challenge that, saying, "Well, this is what we want, and if you guys don't have it, we're going to go somewhere where else." Um, most most are are you know want to have the uh, the input uh, of people that are more 
you know, experience with the area. Uh, so they are open to some suggestions, um, but then some aren't. Um, but I I work more with the installers uh, and giving them direction on how to, how to uh, suggest things to the uh, architects. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I always scratch my head when uh, you see these large projects going in, but the architects are not from within Texas and not understanding the climate and everything else that goes with it. And um, uh, so it, it's always interesting to hear how different businesses manage that and, and, and deal with those uh, requests. So um, yeah, it's, it's um, some, some of them are, are pretty reasonable and other ones really, really aren't. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's what it is. Uh, so we uh, we don't we don't guarantee our our trees because we don't install them uh, and you know we have we have had you know uh, landscapers come come to me and say hey we we installed such and such tree uh, they didn't make it now we need live oaks um, so I guess that's a good thing for us when they do install things that won't won't live um, we have the opportunity of replacing them. They, they they come back to you and I guess you could say well if you'd listened to the, to us in the beginning um, you wouldn't have to be reinstalling them right? Well yeah I don't say that but yes yeah <laughs> all right well good so um, you know you mentioned about some some of the you know maybe species or the genetics is changing so um, if, if you start to see that trend that they're starting to ask for a certain tree species that you, you currently don't produce. Um, so how, how long is that going to take you to get that into your mix when you can before you can start offering that to the uh, to the industry? Uh, just depends on if if the product is available, you know, elsewhere in a smaller size. Okay. Um, but if I have to start from a seed uh, or even a, even a, a small liner, you know, it could take six six seven years depending okay. on how, how fast the tree grows um you know one example is eagleston holly uh that's kind of got gaining popularity over the last few years um and we were able to get into that one in three years um because of the speed it grows and then i was able to buy in um some one gallon um liner shift that was a, a good size um, but things like um, uh, chinkapin oak that's uh, gaining popularity over the last 10 years, um, you know, it, it takes a much longer on, a, on an oak uh, to get to get a four inch caliber in a in a hundred gallon tr um, uh, container. OK, OK, OK. And so and for so uh, you mentioned hundred gallon and, and four inch. Uh, diameter that's that's pretty much the standard um, for most trees in that pot size yes pretty much okay all right well good um, so let's talk about um, what challenges uh, are you currently facing within you know the business uh, you know I, I know uh labor is is probably one of the biggest ones but is there anything else besides labor or if if labor is that issue how do you guys um handle it uh over at rancho encino yeah La labor 
labor cost is an issue. As far as labor, we, we have uh, uh, seven employees from H-2A uh, program that that work, um, you know, outstanding, outstanding employees. Uh, they've been been with us for little, the last five years. Uh, so they're trained on their job duties. They 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 leave. Um, they go back to Mexico on uh, December 1st and then come back to us on February the 1st. Um, and so they know their jobs and they do they 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 do a fantastic job for us. So labor's not a, a big issue except for paying for it. Um, but the cost the cost of goods is is probably the the biggest issues the pro, the the price of uh, containers. You know, a, a hundred gallon container is you know about fifty dollars. Uh, so that you know takes a big chunk out of the the profit of the of the trees. Because we don't seem to be able to increase the price of the trees with all the growers that are out there, uh, it seems like the 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 demand uh, for trees and the uh, supply of trees, uh, the supply is a bit higher, so we're having to hold the cost down on the trees. Uh, but the cost of goods keep going up. Okay. All right. So, so you, you you talked about you know the no, the, the supply of trees and the number of growers are that are out there. So, you know, what's one way that Rancho Encino sort of um, tries to differentiate themselves from these other growers, from your competitors? Uh, just having having the best quality we, we can grow in and a really good price. Um, and, and then the the um, service, uh, our driver's been driving for us for uh, six or seven years, and he's fantastic with the customer. Uh, we we give updates on when the delivery is gonna uh, gonna be. Um, so really courteous to the to the customer, um, and then we we try to get back to to the to the buyers with pictures and and um, whatever information they need uh, as soon as possible. Same day, uh, most of the time uh, that information is asked for. Uh, so just service and quality uh, would be kind of how we, we try to set ourselves apart being small um a small nursery it, it kind of a bit easier for us so we don't we don't have as many customers as the everde uh or Greenleaf. um so we're able to to you know do a little bit more hand holding and uh, uh answer questions get feedback or get answers back quicker okay and and uh, how how many acres do you have in production there? Uh, with trees, that's all. That's all um, developed. Uh, about seventy acres. That's okay. that's developed, uh, and then another uh, about sixty acres that we can uh, develop. Okay. All right. So you know, Mark, you've you've been in the industry for for quite a while. What's um sort of the best advice that that someone's given you um since you've been in the green industry uh probably just to to, to ask a lot of questions and um when you're when you're doing you know my, my background's propagation and you know there's a lot of issues with propagation and uh do trials um you know ask questions do trials if it doesn't work Try it. Try it a different way. Um, you know, 
keep keep trials keep good uh keep good data okay all right and how about so you are on the board for tnla correct yes yeah and so you are the uh the representative for region two um yes. how how has tnla influenced you in in your career uh, it's opened opened the doors, uh, you know, connected me with a lot of really knowledgeable uh, uh, industry leaders. Um, it, it's it's a, a a great place to um, to learn and uh, you know make friends. Um, and, and also they they do a lot with uh, um, you know outreach and and training. Um, you know, helping with with uh, Political issues, uh, H2A, H2B, and um, you know water issues, what have you, uh, with the on the state state level. But for the most part, it's 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 introducing me and being able to work with um, you know leaders in the industry. All right, great. And and how about so um, talking about the industry and all, and you know we always hear about. Um, you know, get, getting fresh blood into the industry, you know, students, younger people uh, to start working in the industry. Um, what type of advice would you give uh, those students, you know, whether they're high school, college that are uh, either horticulture majors or thinking about it? Um, what would you, you know, what type of advice would you give them to, to sort of uh, about the green industry and, and the positives or the advantages of working in that industry? Um, probably the the best advice I could give would would be to to really have to have a passion um, uh, for plants. Um, you know, ask questions, uh, have have a, a love for the for the industry there's a lot of really good people uh in the industry and you're not gonna not gonna get rich overnight uh or over a long period of time so you really have to have a passion um for for plants um and working with people all right um let's see where can uh you know if folks are interested in in reaching out to the company um where can they go to find out more information about Rancho Encino? Uh, on our website, RanchoEncino.com. Okay. All right. And uh, pretty much basic information there, uh, sizes and uh, uh, yes. varieties and the genetics that you guys grow out there. Right. And then they could always, if they've got specific questions, they can always give me a call. Okay. Sounds good. Um let me see before we close out here if there's any other questions. How, how about, um, you know, I, I know we always always talk about profitability and bottom line and things like that. And uh, your, your varied background coming into the tree nursery. Um, what do you think? What is one of the major changes that you made since you've been there at, that at Rancho Encino that has really either Bruce uh, boost improved your profitability or just has um improved your your process in in growing the trees uh developing standards 
okay. I think was was a big one. Um, and then getting consistency in with with the uh, inputs, uh, getting consistency with the soil, uh, with the fertilizers, and uh, you know working with vendors on pricing on, on that. But then also, I think the biggest part is just developing the standard on what what we look for, uh, what we're what our goal is for for each for each uh, tree that we grow. All right. Sounds good. Is there, uh, before we sign off, is there anything else you'd like to say about uh, the company, Free Plug, before uh, uh, we close this out? Uh, no, just, you know, if, you, if anybody needs any large trees, give me a call. All right. Sounds great. Well, Mark, I want to thank you for joining me today for the uh, Green Report podcast. Uh, appreciate your time. And uh, for those of you listening, um, we'll be back soon. And, and, and thank you for tuning in. And remember to download us uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll be back real soon. Thanks and have a great day. Thank you for joining us for today's Green Report podcast. Brought to you by the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, the Texas Green Industry Safety Group. If you need additional information about TNLA or upcoming events, please go to tnlaonline.org. And that's one word, tnlaonline.org. Thanks for listening. This is Paul Winsky signing off from the Green Report podcast. Until next time, may your green industry business continue to bloom. We'll talk to you soon. In this industry, protecting your business starts with protecting your employees. And that's especially important when they're behind the wheel. Motor vehicle crashes are the number one cause of workplace fatalities in Texas, but there are steps you can take to keep your drivers safe. And step one is contacting Texas Mutual Insurance Company. They created the Texas Green Industry Safety Group specifically for businesses like yours. And they can help you train your drivers to buckle up, slow down, avoid distractions, and stay alert on the road. Plus, as a safety group member, you'll save an average of 12% on your workers' comp premium and have the chance to earn an extra dividend every year. If safety and savings sound good to you, get started today by talking to your agent or visiting texasmutual.com slash texasgreenindustry.